Welcome to the ICBC Roundtable Podcast, brought to you each time you push play. You're going to be listening to three guys you might just want to listen to. First off, author, educator, and ICBC senior pastor, Cody Hale. Next is ICBC worship and discipleship pastor, hailing from Chulapinny, Alabama, Andrew Nunnerly. And finally, our host and everyone's best friend, ICBC student and outreach pastor, John the Beard Blatton. Thank you all so much. Welcome back. This is the ICBC Roundtable Podcast. Over to my left is author and our lead pastor, Cody Hell. We've already been over this. The first introduction that we did is an author is a writer of a book, a story, or an article, and you've written a sermon. So technically, you got a lot of stories. A lot of stories. I wrote my bio uh, on the website. Well, that, yeah, there you so go. I guess that technically you, that is published. You're an author. Okay, author and a lead pastor, Cody Hale, and then of course, uh, right across from me is Andrew Nunnally. I have been mispronouncing it for several weeks now because that is what Siri tells me every time I say, "Hey Siri, call Andrew Nunnally." Hi, my. Do you mean Andrew Nunnally? And so, yeah. Yes. It's not as funny on take five as it is on take five. I know. Five. It's not. You, if I feel like it lost The reason why there. we're at take five is because we can't air the other four <laughs> takes. So That's true. Yeah, we had, to, we had to cut some things out. But today's episode... <laughs> we all like our jobs. That's why. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes, uh, hopefully I remember the right timestamp to um, take that out. Okay, Maybe. awesome. Uh, today's episode is guilty pleasures during COVID and loving your neighbor. <laughs> Let's start off with guilty pleasures during COVID-19. Andrew, what are some guilty pleasures that you are partaking of right now in uh, during this COVID-19? Sleeping more than normal. Okay. <laughs> Is that bad? I like to sleep. Obvious. Here we go. Here we go. I'm it up for you. I'm, I'm just throwing it up, man. Spock it down. All right, Cody. I don't know how he could possibly be tired at home when he sleeps during all the sermons at church. <laughs> like, how, how this guy is never rested, no matter how much me, or how I got long an issue. he sleeps. No, I think I have an issue. I've tried to get him to the doctor. Honest to goodness. And what is, is it like a sleep doctor? Is it like a special doctor? If somebody will send me the information, I will make sure that he has an appointment. He's liable to fall asleep in the midst of this podcast. I don't know why it's such a big deal that I can fall asleep so easily. Why is that such a problem? Should we tell everyone that you had to call me one time from a a, uh, red light (laughs) that you had fallen asleep at in the middle of Gadsden? (laughs) There may or may not have been a time that I was driving a lot to Huntsville because it was something in Huntsville that I really liked. So much so that I put a ring on it. You wanted to love your neighbor. I was loving my neighbor. um, And uh, I may or may not have fallen asleep at a red light in Atala. And woke up, and the light was green, and nobody was around. It was about two or three. And the best part was I was supposed to preach the next morning or teach for the, the youth, and uh, I was actually practicing my sermon. And I was slinging it, man. I was preaching. People, people were getting saved. We took up two offerings. I mean, it was a good. <laughs> it doesn't just sleep during my sermon. Dude, it was, it was good. And except when I stopped at that red light, like, I, it's my body just shut down. And I was <laughs> it's like, somebody pulled the battery out. Somebody pulled my batteries out. And I woke up, and the light was green. I was like, I have no I mean, I was dreaming, vivid dreams. Like, I was in Tahiti. Like, I was, I mean, it was crazy. All I know is I got a call. Dude, dude, you got to talk to me. You just, for talk couple, to me. just for a couple minutes. My, my favorite story is, like, when you've made hospital visits in the past <laughs> and passed out at a couple of them. No, that was me. I, I, did, was, I, you, I thought well, it was I you, I did too. pass you out. You passed out, too? I the, did. The way that you 
described yourself passing out was fantastic. You was like a slow. You just kind of like I knew it was coming, and I just slowly collapsed <laughs> on the floor. It was actually a uh, Joe and uh, Kelly Morris. Okay, I, you know uh, I passed out on my very first hospital visit I ever made in ministry. That's fantastic. I tackled my new pastor in Talladega. I first Baptist Talladega. I went to make make this visit in ICU. I guess they had to. And I don't, I don't yeah. like hospitals anyway. I get a hot, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't like it. Yeah. The smells. Imagine being a germaphobe. And the, uh, he's, he's, he was telling this joke, and he said, "Isn't that right, Cody?" And I remember saying, "I don't feel so good." And I'm holding. I'll reach up and hold on to this <laughs> rack, and he, and I just, and he goes to try to catch me. Rob Paul, you, you'll remember this. And I tackled him, and he loves to tell this story. He likes to tell a lot more than I do. I think. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I, I tackled him to the doesn't? ground, yeah. and I woke up, and all these people are over me. And yeah, yeah. I had been at that church like two weeks. It was pretty. Yeah. I just remember like trying to sign out of infant ICU, and I was like, <laughs> I got to the table, I knew it was coming, and I was like writing my name, and I just like slowly like collapsed, and I was trying to get up, no, 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 stay down, stay down, stay down, and they couldn't find a blood pressure cuff because all they had was like tiny ones, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, what the heck? It's like, so uh, we're gonna have to call somebody down from a different floor. I was like, there's nurses everywhere. It just occurred to me that we can't talk of any about any of John's hospital visits because. They're all rated R. We can't. Yeah. So we're gonna have to carry this portion of the show here. How do we get to there? We were talking about sleeping. <laughs> no, we're, yeah, sleeping, and but you yeah, need I medical really attention for your sleeping. Yeah, I really haven't had a ton of guilty pleasures, other than I've probably eaten more than I should. Sure. Um, particularly like candy and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll tell you what really has. You would think the candy would keep him away. Uh huh. What has become my guilty pleasure yes, yeah. is the. Little chocolate peanut butter Reese's eggs, yes. and Miss Pat keeps them on her desk and like sporadically puts them out. And it's almost <laughs> she's like, like feeding cows. she's like giving me like illegal drugs or something. <laughs> like, and I come in to see her. Like, I, I told her like, I can only have one before lunch and one after lunch. She would be mortified if she thought you accused her of illegal drugs. Well, no, I mean I'm just saying like not saying that she's not like, she's doing it feels no. like it feels yeah. that she's drugs because I'm right there with them. So it's, Tasha bought me some for for um, Easter. The big ones, yeah. of course. Yeah, the yeah. big ones, yeah. and um, and if you're used to eating the little ones and you eat a eat a big one, that's a big difference. She's trying 290 to calories by the yeah. way. Yeah, so um, look at it every every night. I knocked I knocked those six out in about two days. That's pretty. Steady. Yeah, um, but that's about my only guilty pleasure, and um, you know, trying to do some outside stuff too. All right, Cody. Uh, you know, I've been reading a lot. I know that's a surprise. I'm kind of a nerdy fellow, but fantastic. Can't wait for you to make fun of me but, for my guilty pleasure. Been reading a bit. You finished all the T4G books yet? Uh, not all of okay, them. I already had about half of them. I've done that a pretty good bit. I, I, you know, I, you guys have discovered that. So now Megan makes me come home every day and get a shower from just at being, lunch. At, not at lunch. Oh. Not at lunch. This is this is post dinner shower. Now that's not that's making no sense whatsoever. Like to not take a shower at lunch too. I'm not getting a shower. I think at lunch. you should do at least three a day. You're not a real man. Yep. But so I I, and I, I, I might occasionally hit Pandora and turn on some Matchbox Twenty radio and just kind of you know chill so out. Is it just uh, Matchbox which apparently 20? apparently makes me a bit weird. I didn't think no, that was no, a weird no, thing. Weird. I no. thought that was a totally normal thing. For I would it. think you just listen to like Al Mohler talk while you're in the shower yeah. or something. Well, but you got to realize I do that driving to church. I do that going home for lunch, coming back for lunch, going home at the end of the day. By the time by the time I get to that point, like. That's that's. I don't want to think. See, I, I just, just want to be silent. Like I don't, don't want to hear anything. Nah. You gotta have something. Yeah, he mails you. Is it just like just him or is no? It like, it's, it's it's you know a Pandora station. So it's I didn't him know and like him. Pandora. 
Him and like, yeah. <laughs> so you might get some Google Dolls on there. Can we know. upgrade you to like Spotify? Yeah, you, you know there's Spotify. a free account. I mean, if y'all are bankrolling it, no, no, no. It's, there's, a, whatever there's a free account. To. There's a free account Spotify. I just feel so like you pay for Pandora. No, it's the same. No, I'll pay for Pandora. I'll pay for that stuff. Are y'all crazy? <laughs> I'm okay with ads. <laughs> ads don't bother me. Tell me all about your progressive insurance. I'm just fine with it. So tiny clock. We grilled out a lot. No. You know, uh, I tell you what's been nice is. I mean, Megan being home with the girls all the time. So I go home and see my lunch. I mean, that's... Yeah. You know, yeah. I, uh, y'all are going to make fun of me, but I... Probably hope so. <sighs> I started playing a lot more video games. Oh, good not. <laughs> this is a grown man. I didn't see that <laughs> This is a grown man sitting right here at my table. I, I have, uh... I've, I mean, you playing like Blitz or... No. Or no, no. Or, hey, well, I wish is, it was Blitz. If you my get goodness. Assassin's Creed, you and Tasha can play together. Assassin's Creed? You know, we tried that. I don't think it's a... Um, it's Her headset. Are you a gamer? Out. I am a gamer. I used to be a lot heavier gamer than I am now. You have lost some weight. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, true. Yes, but... But no, I was gonna go there. I do have a headset and a microphone. No, you don't. I I do. Do you still wear it? It's orange. My wife makes fun of me. Orange. By the way, can I can I go ahead and wait? Hold on. I need to know this afternoon if I if I stop by unannounced at your house. You would. Is there gonna be Cheeto stains? No Cheeto stains. I don't like to eat. I don't like to put it on the controller. Just messing me up. I'm serious. I mean, are we talking like Xbox? No, PS4. I wasn't. We were Xbox. PS4. Excuse me. Yes, we were. Uh, we were Xbox for Halo and. Do you Xbox have Do you have like a community? Do you, you play with like certain people? I've tried to connect with students it's while playing work. games. It's kind of creepy. Okay. Yeah. Fortnite's kind of gotten old, so kind of moved when on. When I was a child, uh, Warzone. <laughs> Minecraft. Man, I put away no, no, no. Things. But hey, Minecraft is back, by the way. I don't know if y'all know it or not. I don't I, play I, it. I don't know anything about Minecraft. I don't, I don't, I don't, really know what I don't play there. it. Nor I know do. Minesweeper. Is that the thing from like Windows three point one? Oh, that's Minesweeper. Minesweeper. Yes, that's Minesweeper. Yeah. Minecraft is something else. What about Snake? That's wow. That's on the Nokia phone. Yeah, <laughs> I was a beast at Snake. That is, uh, yeah. Green screen. Yeah. So yeah, headphones and all. So I had mm. to go ahead and confess something too. Um, it's that gonna I, get worse. It's a long. No, listen. I'm sorry. So the. <clears throat> at night, I like watching TV and shows and stuff like because I just can't sleep at night. And so, I Man, ordered I myself. Yeah, I'm, I can. I think uh, you might see it on Amazon because you know, you know. So, uh, I ordered me a, a headset as well for my TV. That way that I can listen to. What's the difference in that? What you, I don't understand. No, no, no it's it's like a, a wireless it's a, something. Okay. It's an old man wireless headset. Like big no, earmuffs? No. Yes. Like Martin Crane off Fraser? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, You're listening to your TV through headphones? Yes, you yes asked, I am. You should have asked me. I had some, my parents had some. My dad had some. You could have just taken So, because so you bypassed the whole middle of your life. I did, I did. I don't know what happened. You went from teenager to grandpa. I think I you'll come back happened. to it. I don't know. I oh, it turns so. 55. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm able to actually hear something now, though. Uh, and I know that sounds bad. Like I had to like, keep it low because the baby was in the room and Holly was trying to sleep. That's a valid point. I was just trying to help to them extent. out. But I dethatched my yard. <laughs> Will you explain what dethatching is? I'd like to know if how many viewers actually know what that is. Yeah. What dethatching is? Yeah. Other than Justin I've Collins. Never, I've never. Justin Collins, my boy. That's a man after my own heart. <laughs> Sponsored by unofficially FCA. Yes, there we go. Yeah, so do that. So, so all of the organic material that gets below the surface that kind of gets builds up on uh, under your grass is thatch. Yeah. And uh, certain types of grass, it's like a good nickname. Zoysia, they are particularly prone to thatch. That sounds and like so a fantastic trail name. I have clover. Thatch. I have clover. Does that help with clover? 
<laughs> clover grown anything. I have chipmunks. Lots you can grow clover on a rock. It's just a weed. You want to get rid? That's a non-desirable. I. I mean, I don't really? Know. Whatever. Yeah, I always like clovers. Yeah, that's I'm a soft. non-desirable. Must be a half fun thing. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Well, so nobody's clover. still listening I mean, that's a, to this. No, I think, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll love this. Nobody's Fantastic. still. Oh, we have chipmunks, and there's, it's about to get real. You need a cat. No, I'm gonna have like a the high, most high powered rifle I can get that's legal. Chipmunk <laughs> with a high powered rifle. What the heck's wrong with that? Shoot I mean, a chipmunk with a high powered rifle. I mean, not like a, with that? Sorry, a pellet rifle. In down dead Oxford? Oh, pellet, pellet rifle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the thirty. Him with a with a three hundred mag. Shoot yeah, chipmunk. I got a fifty cal. I'm gonna take care of that that squirrel. Yeah, the old three hundred eight next to the highway seventy eight is gonna have an issue. I mean, I'll say I got Rob a four ten at the high. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't go anything. Yeah, so yeah, that's a bit rough. Tosh is like. Intense, like she's about because we planted some flowers, planted some, did some landscaping for the first time in eight years, and um, everybody and, is by the way. And the chipmunks were like trying to get in, and but I put the landscaping material down so they can't dig in. And there's, oh, see, there's a trick. You don't have to do that material. Well, I, well so I did I wanted, a preen. You do the preen. Oh, What's a preen? It's a, whole preen. Uh, it's a pre-emergent. Never mind. I don't. I don't. Can't do it. So the next, uh, you know, kind of kind of going into guilty pleasures we're able to, to walk around more and to see a lot of our neighbors out we're able to um even though we're not of, supposed to yeah well i've gotten i've actually gotten to be buddies with my new neighbors you know, yeah you care yeah I still so met mine. a lot of afternoon mm-hmm. walks a lot of you know bike rides i mean all kinds of stuff and so you ride bikes a lot no in between not, gaming <laughs> that's, that's usually a, it's like a night thing i game at night i don't game during oh, the day. okay yeah that's, that's good. No, so anyway, so yeah, so for instance, last night we saw a neighbor um, while we were uh, out walking, riding, whatever, and he was just going in. He just look had that look on his face like, man, I'm this has been a rough day, right? And so we, Holly and I, got to thinking, you know, talking like, hey, why don't we just make them dessert? And so, um, like, and so we did. At eight o'clock that night, brought it over, uh, a cookie, what was it, a Reese cookie brownie in a skillet? I think I said. And so we just brought you that over. Everybody for a nice game of Paperboy. Man, do you remember Paperboy? I did there. If you're on Basel and you want to bring me a cookie cake, I'm totally cool with just that. Just saying. Anyway, so we we did that, but we we find ourselves like, and that's what Holly was saying. Like, if this thing doesn't like lift up, we're gonna be like huge because we keep cooking for one another. And, like neighbors are bringing people, you know, food over, and I mean, just it's like everybody is just being ultimately over and beyond kind, I guess, in a sense. And so, and which led us to this topic. I mean, how can we continue that? How can we right now love our neighbor better? Uh, as you know, our mission summit, uh, that was our theme this year was, uh, or last year was to, you know, be a neighbor, be a good neighbor. And so, um, you know, how, how can we continue that? We're doing some things here. Uh, Andrew, I kind of want to uh, ask you on that. And then, Pastor, how can we as... <clears throat> Christians kind of keep that going, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, Andrew. So, yeah. first off, just just mention a few things that we're actually doing here, and hopefully highlight that Sunday a little bit more. Yeah. So, I hope again, I'm hoping to kind of bring some of this up on Sunday. Uh, but locally, uh, we were able to partner with Diane Smith, uh, who is our local NAM missionary. Uh, she, if you don't know her, she does a lot with um, the homeless in our area, a lot of a lot in the West Anderson area, and. Uh, you know, I just had a need uh, for some Saturday meals, and we were able to talk with the mission team uh, and provide enough money through our mission fund. Uh, so the way our, it works here is we have a budget, a natural operating budget, and then we have a missions 
budget that's totally separate and it's not frozen at the moment <laughs> so we can actually do things with those and we don't have to go through a long process uh, we have a missions team of about eight people and we talk about it and bring it up if, if, it, the, if it's good to go and we all passes we just do it and so we're able to supply meals uh, for about 25 homeless people for about a month um, and so I'm mean, oh, sorry a month of Saturdays yeah um, so pretty excited about that and uh, Diane was um, just a huge blessing to the end. Does a lot of the work there, and then that's on the local level, on the national level, or international level. We're working with um, our mission partner, in Mexico. Uh, was able to, to provide them with some finances to provide meals for some. They're having trouble getting to their families, some of the church there, and uh, we're also working on another big thing uh, with them that uh, I'm not going to disclose just yet, uh, but I want to hopefully we'll announce that on Sunday. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very cool. So, Pastor, how can we? Um, how can we as churches? I, I, I know we see a lot of churches that are coming together and and doing things like this, like food and, and grocery pickup, all this other stuff. So how can we how can we continue this, and how can we possibly do better? Yeah, so I think situations like this are tricky because on one hand, it's more difficult to yeah. love our neighbor. I mean, that's what we're talking about right now. And but on the other hand, it's more needed. So so you have a greater need with greater difficulty in meeting the need. Mm. Um, and I think so. I think there's a, there's a lot of tension there, and I think the the biggest thing is it requires more intentionality and more thoughtfulness, um, and it, and and maybe a little bit of innovation, um, you know. And so, like you guys know, both of y'all know me well enough to know I'm like not a phone guy. I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like texting on the phone. I don't like email. I just I don't like dealing with the phone. I but I especially don't like. Sorry, Chris Johnston, my homeboy that loves to talk on the phone. I just I don't like to talk on the phone. And but like I have found for me now that means spending a lot more time on the phone. It yeah. means I can't I can't go and, and see people in person that I did before. Uh, like I did before, or drop in, or, or whatever. And our, our senior adults, man, they're struggling with loneliness. A lot of them, or they, or they have greater. So, so it's calling, and you guys have been doing a great job of, of that counseling. You know, using Zoom yeah. and and phone. That's got to be difficult. Like our counseling needs lo- uh, lately have skyrocketed. Well, people can't just sit by and wait until you get to the other side of COVID nineteen to get through a crisis in their life. The crisis is right now. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so figuring out what does that look like in a time of social distancing, of still being able to bear burdens with people. And like tomorrow, uh, I was looking ahead. Okay, so like my first Zoom meeting is at 5 a.m. I've got another one at 8 a.m. I've got staff meeting 9 to 12. I've got another Zoom meeting at 1 p.m., another one at 2 p.m., and another one at 3.30 p.m., uh, and then counseling at 5. Yeah. So it's like all digital. And for a person like me, like I, I, I depend – I really value reading body language and that face-to-face and, and kind of the, the energy that you get and that relational energy. And so, um, like for me, I'm already I'm already kind of stressed about what that looks like tomorrow. But at the same time, I think that in, in a time like this, that's one of the ways that we take up our cross um, is being willing to overcome these obstacles at expense to ourselves so that we can help our neighbor or help someone in our in, in the body of Christ be able to, to persevere during a time like this. Yeah, I, um, I and I know we we've, we've talked about this. I mean, it's it's. I think for me and a lot of y'all that know me, I, like I am, 
I'll come up and hug you. I mean, shake your hand. Like it's it's oh, difficult. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I bet you shook mm-hmm. up. So about it's all this. it's difficult to kind of stay away. Like I I was yet again. We were in the neighborhood and just walking, and somebody, a student that I, I knew, <clears> came up and he was carrying a uh, recliner in the back of his truck, and so I just helped him uh, strap the recliner down, whatever. And I like I almost went out to like kind of grab him and like you know shake his hand or like hug him, and then I just like it was like a split second. I just like. I froze like a deer, right? And I was like, "Oh wait, I'm supposed to, like, elbow or." So it was just, it was just, it's just weird. This is a weird time, and uh, how do you, uh, I guess, finding now how do you love your neighbor at a distance and continue, like, showing that, mm-hmm. right? Continue, yeah. like, it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating. I guess this goes because back to our get first a lot, podcast. You get a lot yeah. of, you personally get a lot of energy from being able to. Di- demonstrate affection towards someone yeah. right yeah so it's got, so it's draining on you it's, to have to bridle back like yeah that. i was honest with you sunday uh you know about sunday of, of how you know how i truly felt you know we came in sunday and i know that for a lot of us and for a lot of pastors for a lot of congregation i mean it's i mean that's the time to where you can just like relax and be yourself and uh you know enjoy with nothing going on except for worshiping God and worse, you know, singing songs and listening to the word being preached without the chaos at home of, of, of all this stuff. And so, you know, I came in Sunday and I was just like, this, I just feel like this is, how long is this going to last? Yeah. Like, how long, how long am I not going to be able to see people that I love or be able to see, you know, just these seats filled with people that are, that are just as hungry uh, to be here as I am? And, um, like I, at the same time, Sunday, I felt like I was being a crybaby a little bit, you know, like <laughs> selfish. And like, I can't, I can't believe I got to, you know, I, I want people to be here. And, and yet again, I'm there and able to experience it. Um, now, granted, I'm behind a computer and, you know, switching and stuff like that. So it's a little, it's a little That's weird. That's why he doesn't have as many notes as John Hall. I mean, I just, I, let me just say that out loud. Okay. I was just ribbing him a little. You know, Cody, I was hurt. Uh, I went home. I didn't know I caught you in a vulnerable spot. It came to me. <laughs> Confided in me. Now we're confiding in the internet. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. But you know, I think I, I would imagine that most pastors, because I think for pastors, and I, really not just pastors, but all Christians, Sunday is the culmination of everything that you've been doing all week long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a sense in which on Sunday you get that bit of just, that bit of um, you, you you see the investment kind of returning a little bit, mm-hmm. right? You, you see that the work that you've done throughout the week, even whether it's counseling, it's relational work, it's sermon prep or, or worship prep or take, well, all the stuff that we do during the week, you come and you're kind of, you kind of get this return on your investment because you, you're seeing the Lord work in people's lives and you're getting that instant feedback. And then and it's the same for other people. You know, they've had all the, and they're, they're, you're just battling all week long and you're just kind of getting through it one day to the next day. But you come to Sunday and like what you're describing, you get to kind of, release all of that for a while and just kind of be with your church family yeah. and I think right now that not being being possible it's, it's taking a toll I mean you know I think it's yeah we um, I, I think and yet again going back to if this is if, if this has taught us this is this is this whole situation has taught us a lot of things um, and one of those things is we need to continue this after uh, all this is over. I mean, I know there's going to be a new normal. I understand that, you know, all that stuff is going to happen and take place. But how do we continue loving our neighbor and being there for our neighbor when life gets busy again and we're not sitting at home all the time? Um, 
that doesn't need to stop. Uh, that, that, that can't stop. I think as Christians that we have to continue that on. And so, um, yes, we're loving our neighbor at a distance right now, uh, a little bit, but at the same time, we are uh, giving to our local missions. And, and yet again, our, can I, so I, I don't know if we can brag or not on our church, because uh, I know this, this podcast may go out further than just our church, but... That's optimistic. I'm just right. saying. Coast to coast, baby. Coast to coast. <laughs> um, but, like, our church, uh, our people have been giving, and, and yeah. those... I mean, this is what you're giving to is, is you know, mission yeah. support and loving your neighbor. I mean, it's, it's you know, we don't have... Uh, we're not building anything right now. You know, we're not... Uh, nothing's going on. We're able to give all that, you know, a lot of that money to... These, fund ministry. Yeah, yeah, fund that's, ministries. And that's so, what I've said this once. I've said it a hundred times since all this. It's like just because we're in a pandemic, the, you know, the Great Commission does not stop. That's right. And so that's that's the great thing about having the budget set up the way they are here, and that's being able to access that and meet a need instantly, like within. You know, as soon as it gets approved by all the text messages, and there's elders involved in that. Through yeah. three elders on that on that team. And so once it goes through all them, I mean, it's it's pretty instant as opposed to bringing it up to a committee on a, you know, on a, a Wednesday, Wednesday night. Three yeah. weeks to yeah. Yeah. And then the need's already passed. Right. Yeah. And, and you can give directly to the commission's budget. That's what's yeah. really cool is like above and beyond your tithe, obviously. Uh, but but you can give directly to that. And that's, man, it's, it's such a blessing, man. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, a lot of the time the, the congregation at large doesn't get to see how the Lord is using the, their funds throughout the week to, to grow His kingdom. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the ways that we, that, that is one of the ways that we love our neighbor during a time like this, is through our church. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, are, we have the privileged perspective of kind of being on the front row and, and watching as the homeless are being fed or as the health care workers are, are being blessed. Yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, yeah we were able to uh, you know, bring Chick-fil-A to RMC. Um, you know, granted, I didn't go in. Uh, you stopped at the door, they brought the food in. But uh, just to be able to do that, I mean, that was, that was because y'all gave. But that's um, Iron City. That, that, that is the people of Iron City oh, yeah. loving their neighbor as yeah. themselves. And y'all did a fantastic mm-hmm. job. That's, oh, that's what yeah. I wanted. I wanted to brag yeah. on Iron City Baptist Church. because yeah. And we need, probably need to do a better job of, of keeping them in the loop on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Too. Um, but you'll, you'll hear some cool things, I think, come up in the next week yeah. or so. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that y'all want to, uh, to end on before we sign off? I want to know what's the first thing you're going to do when all this is lifted. I know. I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I already know right now. I, you know, I don't even, I, so y'all are mad. Okay, out of the three of us in this high fence, as Rick Burgess would say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the creature of habit, right? Like I'm the regiment. Like I get, okay, kind of all of all of my all of my routines have been disrupted. Yeah. Okay, so every two weeks I go for a haircut. I get, I mean, I get the hot <laughs> towel. I've got, the, and, and like that's just going to happen. Okay, yeah. like that. I need to go to all of my restaurants. Like I get the same thing. So one of the weird things about my personality is when I go to a restaurant, I get the exact same thing at each restaurant that I got every, that I get every time. It's something different. So I need to go to every restaurant. I want to go to every all of my favorite restaurants and get my item off the menu. Yep. So I want the full works. What on if they the, is going to be all the same day? It might be. That's awesome. It That's the be. greatest day ever. Yeah. I want to take my wife out on a really nice day. Oh my gosh! What a kiss up! No, I'm serious. Without I, kids, what a kiss. That's Holly, what I. That's what I want to do. Holly and I were talking about. Yeah, Holly and I were trying to lock the door. Making us look bad. Making us. 
No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I am i am i am i do. I miss. I think I miss if it was me, I love my wife too. I'm gonna take her out. She's gonna go with me to eat all the places at the restaurants. <laughs> obviously, you didn't clarify. I know. Yeah, clearly, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you just by yourself. No, Wait, suddenly I don't love my wife. Megan, we're sorry. Sorry, um, you're married to Cody. Yeah, seriously. We'll, uh, sorry, we should apologize to her for that. Sorry, you're pregnant. Sorry, yeah, you know. I know. Yeah. Evidently, he's gonna enjoy himself at all the Mexican restaurants. Uh, no, I, I guess, I mean, I'd have to go, if I was by myself, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just want to clarify like, what I would yeah. personally do. Oh so, I don't even want to hear him. What would you personally more. do if it was just... He doesn't have anything, because he only thinks about life with Tasha. I'm going to the woods, man. I'm going backpacking. I know I can, you do, can do that. You can do that now. No, 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 no. Nope. Let me clarify. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go by myself. Let me tell you, Keith Wilson <laughs> and I had this conversation yesterday. If right now, if we decided to go backpacking, we would look like the thug husbands that left our, our wives at home during the crisis so to watch care of kids. So you would do that after the crisis? Yes, I would. Because so she has the ability to go and do something. Like I wouldn't feel as bad. I wouldn't. Okay. I'm being sick, honest. Okay. Right now, he's got her chained to the stove. So he's <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it. We're keeping it. <laughs> oh my god, so many things I wish I could say. I'm like our wives, barefoot and pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're done, bro. <laughs> I say that. No, uh, yeah. No. That, never that never close the door. Never stop. close the door in the stop. house. <laughs> <laughs> the romantic weekend that you're gonna go. That's on. true. Yeah. Just quit. I'm telling you, y'all going on a path, and you're gonna, you're gonna cause me to sin right here in the middle of this podcast. Okay. All right. So I guess what I would do, I don't know what I do like by myself, but uh, Does definitely it involve the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably say, you know, get out of the house with my wife as well. Like leave the kids somewhere. I, I, That's I, jerk. I, that is the last time I talk first. <laughs> That is the last time I talked first. I, I mean, I really, I, I think. Write it down, coast to coast listening audience. Maybe, maybe Birmingham. I don't know. Maybe some nice bread, bed and breakfast that uh, Andrew and Tasha have always talked what about. What if we did this? What if we threw a big barbecue and like just had everybody like I'll come to my house? BYOM. Bring your own meat. Bring your own meat. Yeah, I just want to make sure that was that was what you were. Okay. Um, you think it was mayonnaise. <laughs> if you don't bring your own Manila envelope. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I believe that's it. I think we're going to end up before we, uh, before we get We're in like 45 so, minutes, too, yeah. probably. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, uh, we ask what your guilty pleasure is during COVID-19. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, love your neighbor. And uh, until then, until next time, left sent.